Hello, and welcome to MikeyPod. Today is episode 216. It's November 14th, 2016. Whoa, there's two 16s in that. It's also 7.15 a.m. It's a super busy weekend. I normally work on the podcast on the weekend, and I just didn't. So now I'm working before I go and teach some children today. Um, today's episode is great. I'm super excited to share with you this uh, conversation with Sawyer. Oh, the reason I mentioned the time is I just woke up maybe half an hour ago. I've had one cup of coffee. I think I'm a little bit slow, but that's okay. <laughs> maybe I'll keep this part short. Um, we have a new president-elect. I don't know how much I want to talk about that, but I do want to just remind all of us that we have the choice to be kind to the people in our lives. I'm worried. I'm worried about what this means. Uh, from my perception, Trump has presented himself as a uh, bully and as a person who is not a fan of those who are not like himself. I am one of those people. I'm a peculiar person. I am a homosexual person. I am an artist who would look to make a life different from how other people do. And that means things like universal health care were great for me. Things like uh, marriage equality was great for me. And uh, I worry that these things will go away. And I worry that people who are also uh, not fans of peculiar people such as myself uh, are now emboldened to speak out about that. Uh, I see a lot of that happening. So we should watch out for each other. If you're a person who voted for Trump, please also be aware and speak to your people <laughs> who voted for Trump and be kind. That's it. Let's just be nice. Uh, it's going to be an interesting four years and uh, I'm frankly worried. And maybe I don't have anything to worry about, and that would be great. Hmm. I felt like I wanted to say something about all of that, and uh, I guess that's it. I just went to Woodstock Farm Animal Sanctuary yesterday. Uh, my friends Ethan and Michael, who are known as the Vegan Moes, that's short for homos. You can find them at veganmoes.com. Uh, they took me along to this event. It was wonderful. There were a lot of people I knew. I met a lot of new people. Uh, Woodstock Farm Animal Sanctuary, uh, similar to Tamerlane, which I've talked to a lot, uh, takes in animals who are uh, abused or victims in some way of our food industry. And honestly, all animals are, well, all chickens, pigs, cows, lambs. Uh, who did I leave out? All of the animals we eat or whose secretions we eat are victims of the food industry. Uh, but this place takes them in. Turkeys! I left out turkeys, and the turkeys were the special guests. Turkeys were first to eat. And um, I often say, oh, it's such a cheesy sentiment. But honestly, I don't think it's a cheesy sentiment. I think it's really beautiful. And uh, it's great. Everyone gathers around, and the turkeys are fed at Thanksgiving. Instead of being killed and roasted and having their dead bodies presented on a table. I digress. Today's interview <laughs> is with uh, Sawyer Nunez. He's a 14-year-old. I, I don't say that in an ageist way. I say that in an amazed way. Uh, Sawyer has two Broadway credits. 
uh, he has just released an EP, uh, songs I wrote in my room. I'm not looking at the name of it. Uh, forgive me, Sawyer, if I said that wrong. We'll say it correctly in the interview. Um, he wrote the songs. He recorded it in his bedroom, self-taught on audio engineering. And uh, I didn't ask. Sawyer may be self-taught on the guitar as well. Uh, there's guitar, there's piano, there's bass and drums. He's responsible for every instrument and the concept behind the songs you're going to hear today on the podcast. And uh, he's great. So there's that. Um, in other news, I feel strange telling you uh, at 7.19 a.m. in a groggy, sleepy state that I'm stepping things up with this podcast. Uh, I would love your assistance with that and all my work. You can go to patreon.com slash Michael Heron if you'd like to subscribe uh, for a monthly. Uh, I should tell you what Patreon is. Patreon is a, a place where uh, artists and people who want to support the artists they love can uh work together. So in exchange for things like uh, behind the scenes comments and videos and uh, works in progress, I share things like that along with a discount on all my merch and uh, tickets. When I have a show, you always get tickets uh, for free, but not for free. Sometimes I can do free tickets. Often it's discounted tickets. It depends on the venue or who I'm playing with and that sort of thing. So anyway, uh, I want to make more podcasts. I want to make more videos. I want to next summer not teach at all and travel the country visiting animal sanctuaries and creating new work and videos about that, those places. Uh, so if you saw the animal show, which was my multimedia show I just did a couple weeks ago here in New York City, it's uh, stories and music. Uh, no video yet, but the next incarnation will have video of uh, my experiences uh, volunteering at Tamerlane Farm Animal Sanctuary as an uh, artist in residence. Oh my God, I'm so tired. So uh, if you'd like to support that work and all the different work I do, uh, the podcast is always free. The videos are always free. Uh, you can subscribe for as little as a dollar a dollar a month at patreon.com slash Michael Heron. And uh, you'll be a part of that community and you'll get cool perks and you will be helping an artist like we used to do in the olden days. Uh, composers like Beethoven and Mozart had patrons who wanted them to make work so they helped them survive while they made work so uh especially as i roll into the summer which is a ways off uh yeah i can be making podcasts and videos about the new places i discover uh these places that exist for animals yeah join me <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm working on getting some grants and all month, this month, I should be hearing about two of them uh, to help pay for this project. I haven't really told anyone like in a public way about this, so I'm super excited. Anyway, I would love to get on with it. And uh, let's talk to Sawyer Nunez. After we hear this track from him, it's called uh, Subway Tracks. I don't want to be wrong or right I just want to see you tonight I don't want to be crazy I just want to stay by your side Never leave home 
I don't wanna be in or out I just wanna be about now I don't wanna be reckless But I promise you that's how We'll never leave home Hold on baby, we're done If we never go home Hold on crazy, we smoked if we never show Hold on day, we dead if we never go Subway tracks on a midnight street Calling just for people like you and me oh. Subway tracks know where they be Oh, subway tracks don't call for me I don't wanna be about the kick drum I just wanna let my thoughts run Nothing to keep me solid But I promise you I'm good enough And I'll never go Wanna be wrong but right I just wanna see you tonight I don't wanna be crazy All I wanna do is stay by your side Never go home Hold on baby done if we never go home Gone crazy, we smoked if we never showed. Hold on, babe, we dead if we never go. Subway tracks on a midnight street, calling just the people like you and me. Oh, subway tracks know where they be. Subway tracks don't call for me I just want to see you tonight That was Subway Tracks from the EP Songs I Wrote in My Room by Sawyer Nunez, who is joining me now. Sawyer, congratulations on your new EP. Thank you very much. Oh my God, I'm so excited that like, uh, I, I honestly this morning was like, oh my God, I, I want to keep my podcast going every week. And I <laughs> was it like, I didn't really have a guest thing happening. And then you posted about your EP and I was like, this is perfect. So this morning we decided to do it and now we're doing it. I'm glad uh, we're done. Yeah, so you're... I want to talk to you about the song Subway Tracks and about the EP in general. So I guess we'll start with Subway, Subway Tracks. Like what, uh, what was the inspiration behind that song? Um, it's really interesting. And the way I write my stuff is very, uh, it's very like, it's very unique and it's very, probably not what many songwriters would start with, but I kind of, I found this guitar riff and this kind of thing, the dun 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 right? Which is, um, which I started to like, and I said, okay, this is cool. How can I develop melodies on that? So I created this kind of melody without lyrics or anything. And and then I remember I was like standing in front of a subway platform, and I heard the 
uh, Stand Clear of the Closing Doors, Please, which you can hear at the end of the track if you listen really closely. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of sparked, I don't know, it was so weird. And I got on the train and I just started thinking about that. And that was in the process when I knew I wanted to, I was, I had this hook, right? This, uh, no, actually this melody, sorry, that I had come up with. And I was like, maybe I should just see where this takes me. And I kept thinking about it. So I knew it was, there was something that was grabbing me, but, um, yeah, so that's kind of the inspiration behind it. It was just kind of weird and unique and just, uh, but it happened and it like all came together. So, uh, cool. You know, I feel like we should add that you're. 15. Yeah, 14. <laughs> Four, oh, you're 14. Oh, I thought you were 15. Forget 15, it. November 29th. So. Um, so, oh, so it's almost your birthday. Almost my birthday. Yeah. Uh, happy early birthday. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, like that, that's the thing. Like I was thinking back to like, <laughs> I'm 47. Just thinking back. Cause I was a music, I've always been a musician, right, but yeah. like, like the fact that like you have done so much stuff and now you're, you've done this EP. Are you self-produced it, right? Yeah, it's completely self-produced, self-mixed, and self-mastered. Uh, so I, I did it all myself. So it's pretty cool. And, and did you play all the instruments? Yeah, I, I did all oh of it. I mean, it's uh, it was it was it's really crazy, and and that's the thing that I really love most about this thing. So like the quality of the of the actual like songs themselves, and the uh, and the actual quality of the songwriting is is what it is, and, it, and it's my progression as I keep progressing in songwriting. But just like the fact that you know, there are a lot of, a lot of my friends and a lot of kids right now have these great ideas and these great melodies and these great hooks that, but this whole idea of like recording is a very scary thing to kind of get into. And this idea of like, oh, you go to a studio in order to get a create, like create a, uh, a full fledged track. Right. But, but really anyone with a laptop and like, that's all you really need. And I started on GarageBand with my like MacBook Pro and just started recording stuff with my computer or microphone. So, I mean... And uh, yeah. full-fledged tracks like that. So just really like the fact that it's so... I do it all in my room. That's why it's called Songs I Wrote in My Room, because it's it's all... It's all, it's all like so... It happens like right here. I'm sitting in my bedroom where I write my tracks and they're off on the internet. So it's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, like the thing that I think about is when I was in high school, I had mm -hmm. a synthesizer. This was like 1984. Yeah. I had a synthesizer and two tape decks and I had like rigged this way. The best thing I could do was have like one tape deck. Uh, so I would record one, uh, synth track mm -hmm. on just a tape deck. And then I would somehow, I can't remember even how I did it. I would split that so that I recorded on the right side. Right. I would, yeah. I would loop a tape back into it and then play a new track over it. And I just went over and over again. But the, by the time I was finished for like four or five tracks, it was like so much tape hiss and all this stuff. So it's, I'm like, oh, if only I had a laptop back then. Right, I know. I and and with technology, like this day, like these days, like it's so easy to create. It's just, it's crossing that boundary of being like, oh, I can't do this. That's for all the engineers and for all the producers to making that first step and saying, hey, look, I have this amazing piece of technology. Let's see what I can do with it. So that's kind of yeah. how I started. Yeah. Do you find uh, the the fact that the internet is what it is and mm -hmm. and YouTube is what it is like that mm -hmm. is that seeing other people doing their thing does that sort of inspire you or do you do you feel like more of a a person who's like 
paving a new way of doing things no i mean a, a lot of it and like this whole youtube thing and this whole soundcloud and like these these websites that are like tailored towards creation and i think it's awesome and in a way like uh the internet right now is kind of like a blessing and a curse i, I just watched a, a john mayer video and said and he said uh in it john mayer is one of my favorite guitar players and songwriters of all time and he said and he said i was lucky because i didn't have the internet and it's the fact that like yes these are amazing tools that we should be using daily but there's also something super special about that time that you're you have your guitar and your amp and you're just sitting and playing it without any distraction without any like consumption of digital media it's just you and your instrument and whatever your instrument may be it's certainly um like that time is really really necessary to build upon uh your songwriting build upon your music playing but also like to distribute these tracks like i did it through soundcloud so it's um it's uh i mean it's it's amazing and what it can do you just have to do it in um in portions and like a specific time but there's also got to be that just real time between you and your instrument in order for you to get better and progress so yeah 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 and and you know in that time period that you had like when you were saying you were just recording with your microphone on your laptop yeah back in the day uh it's sometimes it's good that that stuff isn't heard (laughs) you know as you're like discovering what what works Oh, I, I remember when I was I was really little. I was probably about six, and uh, I was practicing my trumpet. And my dad, um, and my dad did downloaded the software where I could play along with the music. So like it'd be the trumpet part, and I could play along to it, and I could record my trumpet sounds, right? And so what I used to do is, and I remember I was six, and I thought I was like the king. I thought I was the coolest kid ever, and I <laughs> I, I, I would take the background music that I was supposed to play trumpet along to, and I'd record my voice. And like the drums would be me tapping the laptop, and I thought like I am the king. Like put this on an album, sell it to the world. I am the best musician of all time, and I'm six years old. But um, I mean, and of course, like even stuff like that I like, I wrote like a year ago. Um, you know, it. it I, of course, then I was like, wow, this is like my best track I've ever made, and I really want people to hear this. But now looking back on it, it's kind of like, yeah, but like. If I were to release that, that whole idea is now out there. So I can't pull anything from it. And some of these songs, I remember Five Seconds was like, I had the hook and it was like, and I had this like faster version of it that was more upbeat. But then I found this piano chord progression that I really like. So I feel like it's all accumulative. And so if you don't release everything, you have this kind of like, you have these, a bunch of files that you can go back to and grab certain parts until you create a track that you're really happy with. And I'm sure if I look at this uh, EP that I just released, like, a month down the road, I'm sure I'm going to listen to it and be like, "Oh, there's stuff that, there's stuff that I wish I could have gone back and changed and and remixed uh, or reproduced or whatever." But it's a, like putting a staple in where I am right now, and yeah, uh, the, yeah just that ability to move forward and progress. And uh, I mean, it's it's like practice. Songwriting is like a practice, like anything else. It's just different because the world can view my practice. But um. Yeah, but I'm really happy with his body of work, and I worked really hard on it. And uh, so I think it was, it was a good time to say, like, okay, this is a landmark of where I am right now. Uh, let's keep going, but I want to put like a big pin in it right here, just so I know that, hey, I, I made my first body of work that I've released, um, and that's like a starting point, and continue to grow and move further in my process. So yeah, yeah, that's a really like a, a skill in itself to be able to look at these songs and be like, okay this is done and right. it's time to like, like, you know, move on from them and, and of course. Yeah, see yeah. what comes and I, next. Yeah. And I could, I could have sat on these for forever. Just re like, just, uh, redoing these tiny little parts within the songs. But 
at some point you have to say, okay, this is where I am right now. This is what I think is my best work. And I'm going to be done with this, get it out there, let people hear it and move on and continue to write new stuff. And cause we can't always get, uh, overwhelmed in these one, like as, as I listen to it and if I were to go back to the actual track, I'm sure there'd be a bunch of notes I'd want to make, but you have to at some point say, this is where I am. This is what I'm going to show the world. And then I'm going to move forward and get better and all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. That's like a super mature way of looking at things. <laughs> like I still struggle with like, you know, like when I'm working on something, I'm remembering that, that whatever I'm writing or whatever I'm getting ready to perform is like just a part of the path of me being an artist. Right. Mm-hmm. It's hard course, for me yeah. to like, I get really bogged into like, no, that like, it, like in a way I, I'm thinking like, Oh, as if this were the last thing I was ever going to do. Right. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. no, like there's going to be another thing after this and it might even, it might be better. Like just mm-hmm. make this the way it is now. Yeah, so yeah, a, that's cool that it's you're there. It's a very live and it's a really real feeling. Like when, when you're playing live with a band, right, you only do it once. There's, there's no stopping and restarting and going back and say, okay, we're going to do it again because we kind of messed up this one part, but so you have to kind of roll with it. And that's kind of the realness of it is to say, look, like, I'm sure it's rough around the edges. Uh, I'm sure there are things that I could uh, fix now that I look back in it. But like, this is uh, this is my live performance of it. Somewhat. This is my it's my one track that I got, and this is my this is my one EP that I have right now. So here you go. Take it uh, take it as you will, and enjoy it as you will. So yeah, it's yeah. cool. So cool. So in addition to this work, mm-hmm. you've got Broadway credits. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I even know what all of them are. I know you were in Finding Neverland, which I didn't yeah. see, so I can't ask you any smart questions about it. <laughs> yeah, um, but were you one of the original Matilda kids too? Yeah, I was the original Tall Boy Swing in Matilda. So that is crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> that uh, so I did see Matilda, but like I was mm-hmm. way late. I think Matilda <laughs> opened before I even lived in. No, that can be. Wait, how old were you when you or what year was it when you were in Matilda? Mm, 2012 yeah okay. 2012 so, so i was in oh of course okay no, I, I i got everything wrong so yeah never mind so i was in new york then i just mm-hmm. didn't manage to see it until like a year ago <laughs> but uh <laughs> so are you are you still have your eye on doing live theater or are you really more interested in songwriting and performing that stuff um now? i think the beauty of it and especially right now when there's not a lot of theater for like my age group is it, like like balancing it and I'm doing this project in uh, Alabama for two weeks uh, called Because of Wind Dixie, which is uh, a musical theater show, which I'm going to go down there and do with some of my friends. And it's going to be good. And it's going to be great. And it's going to be good to go back on a stage and perform. But like um, Finding Neverland was an incredible experience because uh, one of the one of the numbers I got to play my ukulele in and uh, and I and they, they, they incorporated it into the show because one day I brought my ukulele to rehearsal for like my character presentation or whatever. Yeah. They thought, wow, that's so cool. Let's put this into our show. And so when that can come together and when the songwriting can come together, shows like once are amazing to me because of that. Um, just because it's it's not either or. There's this uh, you can combine them and work with them, and uh, like pretty much every musical theater audition I go to now, either they're asking me to play guitar or I just play guitar, right? And so I, it's the ability to like to combine them together and and play my music for whoever, but also then do theater, but also use my instrument in a theater production. Uh, so it, it's it's all it all can come together, and uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now is that. Um, I rely on my songwriting and my ability to play my instrument uh, 
while also my ability to act and my ability to sing traditionally and uh, all that musical theater stuff, but combined with songwriting and with performing and with performing with an instrument. So just got it all going. It's great. Yeah, let's get it all going. That's how. That's how you gotta <laughs> no either or. I mean, uh, and especially right now uh, for kids like with Matilda and shows like that um, and Neverland. I mean, with uh, the huge kid, uh, huge kid group on on Broadway right now. Um, you know, it was kind of Matilda was kind of like a way, like a paved way. Like these are the kids. It was, it was kind of the first huge kid shows besides like Annie and such like that. But like it was a very big doing a lot of relying on kids to do a lot of a lot of hard stuff. So, um, I mean, I'm just paving the way. I'm I'm doing what uh, I feel comfortable. I, I sing so much better with a guitar in my hand rather than like worrying about sheet music and keys and when to cut off and making cuts. Like I I, I think I can live better in the moment while I play guitar because I can be like, oh, they're not feeling it, so I'm gonna end it here without having to worry about. Okay, I I already marked it in my sheet music. So so we've got a gig coming up together. I'm not. You're playing guitar for your song, yeah? I, don't, I have no I idea. Think so, even but what... it would be cool to put some piano behind it. I mean, I really don't. I really don't know uh, what's going on, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I as I said that, I was like, oh yeah, I have a Dropbox with sheet music in it. I should be learning about. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so I originally met you doing Cabaret for a Cause, which you um, did. Yeah, uh, is this uh, Cabaret for a Cause. We do cabarets with uh, performer kids, young adults, and Mm -hmm. uh, we've got one coming up on November 27th, 2016. And it's at a place, I don't know any of this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, look at it here. I'm going to stall as I click the purchase tickets button. Where are, oh, it's at the cutting room. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah, and and you know what? If you're a person listening to this podcast, you can just go to mikeypod.com, and I'll make sure I have all the information and links to get tickets. Um, there's a lot of cool kids. Tell me what you're playing. Like we're doing all duets in this show, yeah. Yeah, so it's all duets, and they're incredible performers. A lot of my friends are in it. Um, uh, and you're gonna hear like just crazy stuff from all the young youngest kids. Like I think we have like we had like seven year olds perform too. Kids like me who are fourteen and like. Um, it's pretty it's pretty awesome and you get to come out and support a really good cause so I think it's super worth it and you get to uh, hear some pretty uh, pretty outstanding performers at a pretty young age so it's pretty cool yeah um, the when I first the first time I did this cabaret for cause I've worked with little kids for a long time but you know like not little kids with Broadway credits <laughs> so I was like I remember giving I think it was Brooklyn Shuck I was giving her a note just about a rest she missed in a song and I was very like okay so you that part you have to wait just a little like I was totally right, and to her, like, just like yeah I get it and she was like okay okay yeah. and then and she wasn't rude about it but she was just like okay got it and then it was fixed like from then on I was yeah. one of those like moments in my life that was like oh Okay, yeah. these kids are not like yeah, no, like, typical remember, kids. Oh yeah, and so, like from Matilda, I remember like that's how they. I mean, you, these these kids are really well trained, really know their stuff, and they're really professional. So come out if you can. It's super awesome and it's super fun. So yeah, it's gonna be a great show. Are you are you doing something original that night, or do you know yet? Uh, I think because it's duets. Uh, um, I think I'm gonna sing uh, probably something, probably a cover of something with someone. So should be should be good. But um, who knows? Who knows yeah. what'll happen? It's the beauty of like doing it with a guitar is that I can be like I can change it up at any moment. I- I've done that at some cabaret for a cause shows. I've been like, I'm gonna sing this song all the way up to like the final moment when I walked on stage and be like, I'm gonna change it. <laughs> and 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 because Tiffany is so cool about 
you know, like, okay, you have your stuff. We know you play guitar. We don't need to check, sound check anything. You're all good. Just do your thing. Yeah. And, and that freedom is so, so nice. And the ability to just like get up there and sometimes wing it and just see how it goes. And if it turns out awesome, great. And if it doesn't, then can't wait for the next one. So, <laughs> yeah. And that's always great too. Like, I think that's a great thing about who you are as a performer, especially now with you, like, you know, you're, you really are just, uh, very genuine and sincere with your performances. So it's oh, really thanks. cool to see that. Oh yeah. Uh, and I, you have to be, especially in this, like in this industry and like from all the audition processes, it gets really, really stressful. And, and for a lot of kids, it, it's really, it's really hard. And, uh, because it's just very, and the whole picking a song and choosing a song that fits your book and then going in and showing your like facial emotions as well as your body language to tell us, like, it's very, it can get very stressful, especially being a kid performer. It's really stressful. Um, so it's it, like you have to lighten up, and these shows are meant for fun. And you know, uh, sometimes I, I used to I used to take them really seriously. I remember my first cabaret for a cause. I sang this song, and I was so nervous, and I cracked so hard. <laughs> and after that, and after because I and then I came home, and I was like, I was upset, but I was like. You know, it, it's because I was so nervous, and there's no reason to be nervous because this is for people who really want to hear what you're singing, and like these are people. And if you mess up, who cares? No one's gonna know. So yeah. it's the beauty of like having that freedom and having that stress reliever, and I love that because that just like takes out all the stress, and it's super fun, and I can just go out there and play guitar and not worry about what happens afterwards, not worry about the outcome. Like it's an audition if I get the part or not. It's just going out there and just playing music and having fun. So it's awesome. Exactly. I love mm-hmm. it. Uh, let's talk about uh, the track Sounds Good, because we're going to mm-hmm. wrap things up with that. Anything you want to tell me about that? It's got, uh, <laughs> there was this, like a recording of, oh, an answering machine thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. I, I found this like preset thing uh, for like like to make my voice. It's called like a telephone vocal, I think they called it, like this old telephone vocal. And I wanted to end it off as real as possible and like start it with the beginning like hey i'm recording don't come in i'm gonna like it's just i want it to be as real as possible and just like uh just carefree and just like just say everything that needed to be said and not try to be all professional and be like oh yeah this was recorded in a studio and yeah yeah to be like yep this is uh how i do it i record in my room uh and i'm gonna take you guys along for the ride on this track so yeah yeah it's cool it's super effective anything else about the song you want us to know before we hear it um just uh enjoy it uh jam along to it if you feel so uh and uh listen to the lyrics have a good time uh it's a fun song to just uh sing along to and jam out so uh please go take please listen to the whole ep uh it's super uh super awesome it's on soundcloud right now uh but this is probably definitely one of my favorite tracks and i loved it so much that every time i listen to it i find new parts of it that i can just jam along to so enjoy it it's a super fun track oh awesome so i'm gonna wrap up the show with that song so before we close you should tell us uh, where to find you online. Yeah, so uh, the EP, Songs Are In My Room, is available right now on SoundCloud. You can just search my name or the actual name of the EP. Uh, it's available there. It will be available on iTunes and Spotify within the coming days. Uh, I just have to upload it and get that all sorted out. So that'll be good. And then it's like a big uh, distributor, a big uh, store that you can all find it on. Uh, my YouTube is Sawyer Nunez Music. You can check me out there. A lot of uh, cool stuff uh, that's not released on SoundCloud and just like old songs that you guys might love. And uh, Instagram. Um, Sawyer Nunez social media pretty much all Sawyer Nunez so uh, go check me out thank you guys yeah cool uh, amazing uh, listeners um, MikeyPod.com you can find all the links to Sawyer's uh, various 
social medias and the SoundCloud and everything else. Follow him. And thanks for joining me on the show today. Of course. Thanks for having me. That was awesome. Hey, okay, I'm recording. Do this thing. Uh. All right. Uh, working. Ooh. Yeah. Those days when your mind has been driven And you don't know what to do with the shit you've been given And then you try to guide us swimming in shallow waters You wanna be on the inside of what you wanna be a part of And I'm down for something new If you promise that you'll be there too And I'm one step closer, one step away But today's gonna be that day and I got problems, we got away I felt the breeze on the side of my face And I can't get over, I can't shoulder but I know tonight's gonna be golden And I can't stop, I can't quit it And I just won't drop Even though that I should And that I should And I won't run, I won't hide it Even though it's dumb Cause I know it sounds good Yeah, it sounds good La 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 Those days when we don't know what we're saying And we can't quite cope Cause everything's a plan And then we try to space out I don't wanna stop now I just wanna say what I wanna say With no doubt I'm down for something new Cause I know that you will be there too And I'm one step closer, one step away But today's gonna be that day I got problems, we got away And I felt the breeze on the side of my face And I can't get over, I can't shoulder but I know tonight's gonna be golden I can't stop, I can't quit it And I just won't drop Even though that I should Yeah, that I should uh. And I won't run, I won't hide it Even though it's dumb Cause I know it sounds good Yeah, it sounds good That was Sawyer Nunez with Sounds Good from the EP Songs I Wrote in My Room. Wow, that was great. Uh, thanks for being on the show, Sawyer. You people who listen to this podcast, uh, I got a question. I just realized as I was recording this show, if someone had never heard the show before, they'd be like, "Who? wait, who is this guy that's talking to me? I should put something in the beginning. I, I don't like big, long like theme songs on podcasts. 
I feel like, especially for repeated listeners, like they don't want to hear that. Or do you? Am I crazy? Do you want to hear a little, like, maybe some kind of canned, not canned, that doesn't sound good, but you know, like an intro I just play every week that says, hi, Michael Heron, blah, 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 I'm an artist, blah, 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 I make this podcast, blah, 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 uh, creative people and activists, blah, blah, blah. So people know what they're listening to. What do you guys think? Let me know. Uh, you are the core people who've been listening to this podcast for like 11 years. And it's gone through like many changes. And I've lived in many places and uh, probably will go through many more changes. Uh, but I'd love to know what you think. Um, let me know. You can email me at mikeypod.gmail.com. Uh, sorry, mikeypod at gmail.com. You can, uh, yeah, you can leave a comment on the blog. You can leave it uh, at mikeypod.com. You can do all kinds of things. Uh, while we're on the topic, you could also go to iTunes and leave a positive review, uh, which will help people see the podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to some new stuff. I'm getting all rebranded. I don't know if you saw the artwork for the animal show. I loved it, and uh, my friend Scott Spitz did that artwork. He's now helping me rebrand the whole site. So, like, michaelherron.com and mikeypod.com are going to be similar but different, and um, I'll have branding. I'll have a new album art for the podcast. It's going to be great stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I'm kicking this stuff up, and I'm glad you're here for the ride. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to finish waking up and go teach some kids some music today. Yeah. Have a great day, guys. <laughs>